0: Hey, those big statues made out of Lego bricks are back at the MSV. Nature Connects, featuring amazing animal sculptures made out of Lego by artist Sean Kenny at the Museum of the Shenandoah Valley, is now open. All the statues are new to the MSV. A polar bear made of 130,000 Lego bricks, an 11-foot-long rhinoceros, a life-size zebra, and so many more made completely out of Lego bricks. Get your discount tickets right now at themsv.org. Don't miss it. Sponsored in part by Perry Engineering at perryeng.com. When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA Safe Pilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up
1: to 30% with USAA Safe Pilot. Restrictions apply. Time coming and I am excited. Um, I got my buddy Alex in the house. I've known him for probably well over 10 years now at this point. Um, I have a lot of shit I want to ask you about, but we're doing this yeah we're doing this it's time it's your, it's your game time buddy uh, before we before we get into all that stuff uh, first off, first and foremost, I want to name drop. I hope uh, Jack Daniels is recovering well from their semi wreck. Um, we will rebuild. No frets. Um, also, too, it's been brought to my attention that there is a little bit of interest in uh, donating towards my my greater good here. Um, I put my uh, my Cash App and my Venmo both up on my TikTok. If uh, if there is any interest in donating and helping us build, because I am far from done. Uh, there's been talk about a remote studio in the next six months. There's been talk about much better equipment. Um, so if you would like to help us at all, anything, any contribution, whether it's input or money. It's
0: going to be for a good cause. Um, even
1: if 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 a thousand people donate a dollar, that's a thousand dollars. Oh, and that would be outstanding. That would be amazing. Um, again, it's on my TikTok. It's insane mechanic on TikTok, which might change soon. That's just my original name as you'll hear coming from uh from Dustin in a previous episode. Um Cash App is Sage slash Sage Sage Dash Bogardis and then uh I'm sorry, that's my Venmo. Cash App is just Sage Bogardis. No quote. So anyway, we got my buddy Alex here and uh I'm excited to delve into this a little bit. I have a, a very weird outlook on what I think I know about you. Well, oh, you you are you are one of the most interesting individuals that I've had the the pleasure of coming across in my life. Uh your your ability to interrogate in a very passive manner is one of my favorite things by the way. I will say that. Well, well, I appreciate you and uh I appreciate the opportunity to be on your show. Absolutely, man. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm I'm excited to have you back
0: as well. Yeah, this uh this isn't going to be a one-time thing. We'll we'll be around. You'll hear from me.
1: So, to get right into it, I know uh, I know a little bit about where you come from, just a little bit. I know a little bit about your uh, a little bit about your family, just just dabbles here and there, and that's part of why I'm so interested because I want to know where you come from and where your personality comes from. Well, uh, if you really want to get into the thick of it, um, I wasn't even supposed to be here.
0: Here. Yeah, in existence. Oh, it's um, a good start. Yeah, you want to start from the beginning and you want to get real deep, real quick. Yeah, um, yeah let's go. My parents were going to get a divorce when my sister was old enough to to handle it, and uh, they had made that decision before I came along. Holy shit! So then I came along, and it was I was a I was a bit of a surprise. And you and your sister share the same father. Yes. Okay. Yes, I have a I have another sister on my father's side. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, my uh, my mother and my father had, had two of us, my sister Lauren, and then uh then I. Uh
1: she was born in eighty six. I was born in ninety three. Nineties baby. Yeah. I think I've met your sister on maybe a couple of different occasions. Yeah, she's a she's a character of herself. <laughs> That's okay. Nothing wrong with that.
0: Um where were you born? uh I was born right here in phoenix really yeah i uh, i've gone places to visit mm-hmm. uh some of them extended visits you know uh several months over uh up in canada um but uh i've always lived here right here in uh in phoenix nowhere North. else in the u s nope damn uh i really haven't traveled much either um i mean i've been up and down the west coast um mm-hmm. uh, I went to Colorado for the first time when I bought uh, my Honda, <laughs> my race car. <laughs> yeah, uh, people are gonna laugh at me for that one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've never experienced anything
1: really east of here, other than Colorado. Interesting. Okay. Um, one of the things I'm a little bit more curious about, if I'm being completely honest, because I've heard I've heard blips. And pieces about the relationship with your father.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Um, we all kind of uh, expect to help out or take care of our uh, parents
1: when they get older. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you never really expect to be the adult in that relationship. Yeah, and that's kind of what I understood is that you've done a lot more guiding than you have being guided yeah. Uh
0: there was a there was a point a couple years ago where I went from uh being the child to kind of being the adult and making sure he takes care of himself. Mm-hmm. Um he's he was always kind of there mm-hmm. uh but he struggles with uh his mental health and then um wasn't uh wasn't around as much. Uh, of course, my mom and my dad got divorced, um, so
1: kind okay, kind of there, kind of not there. Sure, I know you. I know you visit him often, often enough. I try to, and I would like to
0: more often, uh, but it feels like uh, in this modern world we get dragged in so many different uh,
1: different directions. Oh, man, the tension is tight. Yeah, yeah. We we definitely get pulled in a lot more directions than I think we intend to. Which is super unfortunate for reasons like that, just one of millions. Um, I've always been a little a little bit more interested about that uh, for lack of conversation for one, and that's fine. that's your personal business. but now I'm here to get into it. No, I'm kidding. Um, we can get into it've <laughs> I've heard a little bit about it, and I've always been a little bit more curious as to uh your personality strikes me as such a unique one. Do you do you have any any reference to what I'm referring to? Uh, I I think I do. In, um, in comparison to, I mean, just in general, I would say.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of feel like I,
1: I fit in everywhere but nowhere at the same time. Oh, boy, that one speaks to my heart. Fuck. Okay, so you have... You have some form of self-realization going on. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, I feel I
0: feel like the soul that I have is uh, the old man farmer sitting on his porch in his rocking chair, looking out <laughs> over his pasture, waiting to die. Like oh. he's just he's over it. He's sitting there enjoying mm-hmm.
1: all the years he's worked. You know, I can kind of put that into f- I, can, I can I can fit that in a little bit. Given your uh, your lack of fucks over the years, <laughs> also one of my favorite qualities. <laughs> um, watching you, uh, watching you. How old are you now? Uh, twenty nine. Twenty nine. Just uh, just turned twenty nine in uh, December of last year. So not to say that I'm a whole lot older, but watching you grow up a little bit more from your early twenties when I knew you, yeah, has been. I mean, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's been pretty impressive to say the least. Um, because I've kind of watched it's I almost feel like I see a little bit of myself in you. Uh your willingness to learn and to adapt and your willingness to uh to be more open-minded has definitely like shown. Oh yeah. Um when I was a kid, I was I was given tool
0: sets for Christmas <laughs> and you're damn right I used them. Um sometimes not with the uh, the best are we talking about actual tools? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I was, uh, I don't know, single digits, uh, I would get tool sets because, mm-hmm. you know, I'd, I always wanted to work on my own bike. Right. You know, I've never been one to take my bicycle to someone else to work on it. Mm. I was like, I can do that. I can, I got, I can take I, this apart, I figure out this. how it works and put it back together. Yeah. Most times. <laughs> Boy, I've fallen victim to that one. Uh, I was lucky that my father was an elect- uh, electrical engineer, because um, I think there was one time I took a part of ECR, and I did not know how to put it back together, <laughs> so he put it back together for me, um, uh, but shit. I've al- I've always had that drive to take things apart and figure out how they work, and uh, I feel like that's turning into my outlook on people as well
1: nowadays. Dude, I, I was kind of wondering where you were going with that and why it turned into tools, but... I completely fucking agree with you, to be honest with you. Uh, you put a lot more effort into attempting to fix things than I think. I don't think you should give people that much credit for what. No, I'm kidding. It's the wrong outlook to have, especially when I'm trying to do this. But you definitely put in a lot of effort into uh, trying to problem solve on a very personal basis, might I add. Absolutely um, Very case by case
0: Yeah You know I've got friends And sometimes there's rifts Between these other people mm-hmm. And I just want everybody To be friends You know I want I want to be able to have All of my friends In one place At one time And, and In a perfect world Yeah Right And uh, So it's It's always You know It's always a struggle Because people uh, Are different Right And don't always get along And uh Unfortunately i I seem to enjoy trying to fix that
1: <laughs> well I'm even more impressed yet again by uh the awareness that you have for it i'm I, I don't think i'm i don't i think I'm yet to point out something that you're not already fucking aware of
0: yeah uh i i'm I'm pretty self aware <laughs> uh it's not always a good thing because uh I know I do have problems and I don't
1: always try to fix them well we all have problems. <laughs> I don't think that's that goes without saying. You know, we do all have issues and problems and things going on in our life. Um, you carry them well, by the way, and you should probably quit that shit. <laughs> um, I, I don't. I as a, as a perspective, maybe for you, uh, this is part of the reason that I'm trying to do what I'm trying to do because not all of us are hugely self aware. Uh, I am self aware that I feel different uh compared to the next guy and I feel like I have different intentions than the next guy but unlike you I am fucking lost as to why <laughs> i I don't have nearly any of the answers that I would like to uh i
0: I would say I'm also lost as to the why I think I've figured out the how
1: okay okay fair <laughs> enough uh, um the
0: the why is always a question. Why are we here?
1: Sure. No, no. That's. Uh, I mean, I guess that's what we're doing here. Yeah. You know. Why? Yeah. And uh, I'm reaching out as to to try and figure out some kind of a fucking answer.
0: We're we're delving into it yeah. piece
1: by piece, person by person. No, mm-hmm. I I I appreciate you definitely fucking coming back, dude. Because <laughs> I got to talk to you more about this. One hour is not long enough. As I pour myself a little bit more, Jack, I'm like, I need to fucking have more for this. Um, Yeah, it's uh, not, not having, not for, for me personally, not having the perspective. Let me, let me backtrack before I go any farther into that. I find myself in situations with other, with, with people individually, uh, quite a bit of people to be honest with you that i don't understand situations that i don't understand um whether it's separation turmoil uh unguided uh some kind of misconstruction of something that ultimately leads to some form of separation yeah Uh,
0: um yeah i feel that um there's a couple of relationships that i'd like to put back together but uh I don't understand the right. way they think.
1: Right, and that's that's the thing, and that's that's again, I guess, a big part of what I'm trying to accomplish here is that that commun- that line of communication. Um, because I, th- the simple fact is, whether it's perceived as a, a quote unquote asshole move on my part, or a simple misunderstanding on my part, the fact of the matter is, is that probably most of the time I don't understand. And and if unless somebody's going to step up and tell me, or unless I have the perception and experience to deal with it on my own, then I'm still not going to know. Yeah. So that, I think, is a bigger part of what I'm trying to accomplish here, is is hearing your side so I can understand a little bit better before I dig myself that fucking hole. Yeah.
0: Uh, opening the communication lines is the most important part to... Uh, exploring any relationship with anybody any relationship yeah and uh, we're not we're not just talking about um, romantic we're talking about friendships we're talking about uh, family relationships
1: anything that would be perceived as intimate and i'm not talking about sexual yeah talking about personal close you know and i get that that's not something a lot of people like to delve into but that also leads me down a whole nother fucking road of questions yeah you know why not if you're going to choose to be this big of a part of my life, then why can't we go down that road? Fear of judgment. It's, this can go on for days.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but, um, and, and I, a lot of people like to put up walls these days, mm, and I get preach. it. There, there is definitely a protection layer when you don't uh, open yourself up. There is. Um, but I feel like in the long run, you're not giving yourself the chance to grow
1: by keeping those walls up. I can agree with that. I, I don't think, especially the way that times move now, I don't think we have the time to not have that form of communication and that form of connection with one another. Yeah, and
0: uh, social media has made everything uh, so superficial. Yeah, it skin, sure has. On, only skin deep. Mm-hmm. Because um,
1: the next option is just right around the corner.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah. You just got to sit down with these people and, and, and ask them, unfortunately sometimes the hard questions um, me I'm a I'm an open book uh, I just don't know when the right time to share things is I'll, I'll admit that uh, sometimes I overshare when I shouldn't and I don't take the opportunity to share when I should but if you ask the the DMV or house cleaning or
1: Chumba Casino
0: always brings the fun play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere you could redeem some serious prizes Chumba live the Chumba life no purchase necessary Boy-boy prohibited by law 18 plus terms and like conditions apply see website for details the right questions I'll give you the right answers
1: mm. That's, well, that I, was that was deep, man. I don't know about the right answers, but I'll give you an answer. <laughs> It'll be quick. It'll be the right answer for you. Um, no, I think that's I think that's perfect. And uh, by no fault of your own, you know, when when like like with me, when when pressure is applied, I sure as shit. I mean, most of the time, I don't have the fucking right, correct answer for the moment. Um, a lot, of, a lot of people don't. Yeah, and I think that, I think that goes unspoken quite a bit. You know, that's why I uh, I think I emphasized a little bit <clears throat> with Zach about um, letting things cool off before you approach a result. You know, if something's going to happen, if a question is going to be posed, if there's going to be an issue that's to be resolved, then let it settle before you try to do so. And make sure your thoughts are what they need to be.
0: Yeah, um, I agree with that, and I'd like to take take my own advice on
1: that. But uh, there are times where I have poked and prodded when I probably <laughs> shouldn't have. It's all right. Nobody's nobody's innocent of of not or uh, nobody nobody. Nah, you get it. Nobody's not guilty of that. Yeah. We've all done it, especially in moments of angst or intensity or. Passion, whatever the case may be. Yeah. So
0: Yeah, no, any anyone who I call a friend I care about deeply. Um most of my friends are family and some of my family
1: aren't even friends. That's the unfortunate part. I've learned that one the hard way myself over the years. Um yeah, family Family has been more of a distance from me than some of the people in my life that are not technically family. And I don't like it because of the simple core word, family. Yeah, um,
0: unfortunately, uh, blood isn't always thicker than water.
1: Mm-hmm. It's been proven. So, going a little bit back to... Um, you kind of gave us a, a, a little bit blip on growing up, you know. How was... Uh, uh, I'm a little curious because I don't think I've ever asked you about anything to do with your uh, your school life or your growing up life. Uh,
0: well, growing up, uh, I... My parents did get their divorce. Uh, they separated around 99. I think the divorce was 01. Um, and then my dad went to Canada for a while in 03. Mm-hmm. And you... Uh, to, to get some help for himself. There was, uh, some mental health issues and some drug issues. Um, but, uh, I didn't know about that at the time and I was so young. Right. Um, even I was young enough that the divorce really didn't phase me. Uh, but I was, it was Oh three. So I was in third grade when my dad got, uh, in my eyes, taken back to Canada by his family. And uh <laughs> I didn't understand a thing. So I would say if if anything in my childhood uh did any damage, that would that would probably be it. Did you say O three? Yeah.
1: Yeah, in O three I was Yep, I was a freshman in high school. So that means you were quite a bit younger than I was. Yeah, yeah. Damn. I mean, uh you were born in what, eighty eight? Eighty eight. Yeah. Mm hmm. That's a hell of a milestone to go through that young, yeah. without without really fully understanding the repercussions,
0: yeah, and uh so that was uh that was probably the big kicker of when my dad became more absent um and I had to grow up mm-hmm. uh a lot of a lot of my friends were out being children while I was fixing things around the house I was being the man of the house, sure um. I think by the time I was 10, I knew how to work on 240 volts electric Oof. around the house.
1: Oh, that's terrifying.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, taking apart pool pumps is uh an interesting feat. yeah, um, but you did it, yeah, and uh you know I, I went obviously I went to school the whole time. Um, I would say, I was always friends with everybody including the cool kids. Mm-hmm. Uh but I think I found my niche somewhere in the middle. Uh, cuz uh I was a weird kid. But uh I was also borderline one of the cool kids. Uh so gr- school life wasn't bad and then uh and then I found band. So band became my persona for a while. I was I was a band geek. Played the trumpet. Um I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I understand you had a little part in band yourself. A little,
1: oh, a little, <laughs> man. I wasn't banned since I was in second grade. And and would you play again the the what, tuba? Right? What fucking didn't I play? Um, I started with baritone. Okay, brass. Um, I don't know if you nobody the viewers can't see these lips, but these lips do not allow for trumpet play. So I did not dabble any farther than baritone. I moved on to saxophone.
0: Okay,
1: I think probably third grade. No, yeah, yeah, third grade, and I played saxophone all the way until my junior year. Yeah, Thir- uh, third grade is when I started. That's not true. I lied. There was milestones, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> uh, third grade is when I started. Uh, just you know, the mm-hmm. elementary school band, mm-hmm. learning how. Um, it's one. It's one of the one of the many things that you and I share is a a little bit of a fire for music. Yeah, and uh,
0: you're pretty good. I mean that uh, that intro is not nothing to shake a stick at. <laughs> thank you uh, for that.
1: And uh, took me like three fucking days,
0: but <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like the way it turned out. Well, thank the, you. Th- the time was worth it. And uh, one of these days, I think you're gonna have to lay some bars down on that.
1: Oh man! Oh, you're striking a nerve. <laughs> um, it is one of my goals. Once this thing is afloat and doing its thing, uh, I do want to. Dare I use the word produce? Uh, My production skills are fucking nil. Um, And without having quote unquote bandmates, I do want to try and make something. Because I have like 10 pages of fucking disruptive words that I need to put somewhere. Maybe you can help me with that. You may not know yet, but you might be able to help me with that. Need need an outlet. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, one day. But uh, I have projects.
0: <laughs> well, I look forward to that. Well, but, thank you. And then, uh, yeah. So I took a, had to take a year off because of the way classes were in in middle school. And then once I got to high school, uh, I was in concert band as well as marching band all four years. A couple of times, the uh, the football coach tried to steal me away because <laughs> <laughs> I was I was built to be a lineman. I was like,
1: Cause, because reasons.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, football was just never my passion. That's totally fair. Like we, we got the Super Bowl in town here this weekend. Yes, we do. And, uh, I would, I would rather go out of town. Really? Yeah. Oh man. Well, it's kind of a shit show, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I had to deal with some of the traffic today. Uh, you know, we got the waste management open as well. So
1: yeah. Getting around on the freeway has been kind of a pain in the ass. Giant mess. Yeah. So, yeah, I see that. um by the time this airs, I think this will be mm, a week and a half away from the Super Bowl. So congratulations, Kansas City chiefs. Ah, <laughs> damn predictions made. Anybody want to put money on that? Just email me. <laughs> Remember, I know nothing. Oh, no, no, we can't, you can't, you can't, I'm sorry, I, I don't email me, because by the time this airs, one of the teams will have fucking won. I'm retarded. Um, you and me both. Yeah, so that's, that's, uh, so you were in band until?
0: Uh, all the way through senior year. Yeah, that and was, uh, I, I probably should have pursued a career in it. Um,
1: well, I, you can sing like a motherfucker, we all know
0: that. Karaoke. Yeah, this will be my first time in front of a mic without lyrics on the screen.
1: (laughs) And Think about it. I'm a little nervous for it. Karaoke is one of the hardest things to do with quality. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. You're dealing with zero products that help like anybody else would in front of a microphone. Yeah. You have nothing in your ear telling you how fast to go or what to sing to. There's zero auto tune. Actually, actually the the karaoke setups probably have negative auto tune. <laughs> yeah, I uh and you still fucking storm the place. Like
0: it's your job. Yeah, and I'm real humble about it. I'll I'll tell people, "Man, I I, I just I just do what I do. I don't you know, I don't think I'm the best, but uh a lot of people like to like to tell me I did really really good and I I'm just like, "Well, you know, i just I'm just me.
1: Well, maybe we'll fucking mic you up in here and throw down one night. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I got to figure out some more shit. I'm still learning how to do all the software bullshit. Well, that's cool, man. Yeah, so, yeah don't so. ask
0: me about software. I'm, I'm good with the hardware.
1: <laughs> um, I have so many learning curves to go, it's not even funny. There's a reason why people take classes and get degrees in all this bullshit and... I don't have any of them But that's okay I've come this far I will continue Somehow Trial by fire Trial by fire um, I've been blowing them up for a long time But there is another individual involved in this whole process Who will have uh, a big episode coming soon <laughs> You uh, you care to share who that is? Uh, his name is Sheldon Okay um, He's an amazing dude uh, He has shared gracefully half of his equipment with me and he calls this process part of his own. Yes, as well as well as I do too. He has be uh, he, he's been a big part of this. He's been a big part of the recording. He's taught me how to do a lot, and uh, he will be on here soon. Yeah, he's
0: uh, he's. I met him once. He's uh, he's been a behind the scenes partner. He sure has. But
1: we're gonna bring him out in the limelight. I already told him because I was antsy to give him his own episode. I wanted to fucking bring him out, but I told him no, no. No, we have to wait because your episode has to be a blowout. That's got to be a good one. And I'm going to build it up and I'm going to fucking, I'm going to plug it. I'm going to plug it and plug it until uh, it's ready to go. Yeah. So, but anyway, I'm going to make him help me with the music part. He just don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, so school life wasn't so bad. No,
0: no. School life wasn't too bad. Uh, I hated doing homework. Uh, but I was one of the smart kids, you know. I'd, oh, I could fucking see that. I'd, I'd listen in class, pass the tests, uh, usually with B's or A's. You're listening
1: to the material and not the teacher. Yeah. That's kind of what I
0: feel like. And, uh, I, I had some help. I watched, uh, when I wasn't being the man of the house, I watched a lot of Discovery Channel. Mm. And through the 2000s, I, I feel like it was their, uh. Their prime time, yeah, that with, was a big myth- time for Discovery Mythbusters and Dirty Jobs with Mike Rowe. Yeah, uh, he's he's big in trying to get people
1: into the trades. Mike Rowe, yeah, he exposed a lot of weird shit in a good way. Yeah, um,
0: one of, one of his more recent episodes because they restarted that. Did uh, they? Yeah.
1: Oh shit.
0: One of his more recent episodes was uh, this family that bottles deer pee and sells it. I'm going to assume right off the bat that that's for hunting. <laughs> yes, okay. yes. I mean, there's no telling what people are buying it for,
1: but so. that's what it's marketed for. Is So, I've had the shit that's purpose-built for hunting, but yes. So, yeah. I hope that's that what it's for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's good. But, uh, but, yeah, so I feel like uh, Discovery Channel helped me mold into the person I am today helping me with uh, with a lot of my intellectual knowledge nothing um, wrong with that and then just
1: taking things apart and then having to figure out mm. how to put them back together you referenced that in the beginning and I wanted to add to that 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 was also some weirdly enough I mean so you're like oh god I'm, I'm just going back and forth my is kicking in um, you and me both I got ADHD but uh, sorry buddy um, you're like this this relationship kind of reminds me of, like, I'm speaking to the engineer, and I'm the grease monkey. Because I used to do the same shit. I used to take shit apart and put it back together. But I've always been a mechanic. But I feel like you're the brains of the fucking operation, so you know why it went together.
0: Well, well, well thank you uh, for that. Um I I'd rather not be called the engineer because <laughs> us mechanics we hate the engineers. Oh dude, I fucking um, hate them. I was getting ready to get into
1: that, but sorry yeah. to get angry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. They're uh I I go along working on things and I'm like, damn, this if if somebody if some if the guy who had designed this had just worked on it once If he would have just thought about what it's gonna take to fix this.
1: Yeah. Once. Um but that doesn't happen in the real world. <laughs> Never happens. But Okay, so coming out of high school, did you graduate? No. Hmm. Me neither. It's okay.
0: Yeah, I uh, I came close. Yeah. But uh, I, I never liked doing the homework. And uh, in my second semester of my senior year, I decided I didn't like going to school anymore.
1: How close were you, can I ask? Two credits. Damn.
0: I... I failed most of my classes my second semester of senior year because I didn't do any of the homework or the projects.
1: Just lost interest, huh?
0: Yeah, it was a, it was enough of the grade that even doing well on the tests was not enough. Um, I think I missed 45 days my second semester of senior year. Holy shit, you literally just lost all, all yeah. interest. Yeah. Damn. So I don't know how many days are supposed to be in a semester, but I missed 45 of them.
1: Yeah, that's a I don't I don't
0: have the math on that one. So uh I tried I tried at the, you know, the last month, you know, May, trying mm-hmm. to turn in enough projects to to graduate. Mm-hmm. Uh just missed it. Didn't work. Yeah. Uh I turned in a couple of papers and teachers were like, "Well, this is a college level paper, but I can only give you 50% cuz you turned it in late." Right. I go, "Well, I'll remember that the next time around.
1: I'm just curious, do you have any do you have any uh- leftovers or the DMV Number 97. or
0: house cleaning? Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. Chumbacasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Leftovers. Or. The DMV. Number 97. Or. House cleaning. Or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Go to prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Uh, Real world perspective or or regrets on that? Yes and no. Mm -hmm. So,
0: I... I had gotten accepted into the University of Arizona. Uh, Tucson? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was going to go into their engineering program. and <laughs> Yahtzee. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, <laughs> we didn't make it. Yeah. Um, That's, okay. Th- That's okay. That was my fault, though. And it wasn't because I wasn't smart enough because I got in based off of my SAT and ACT scores.
1: You were obviously smart
0: enough. Yeah. And uh, I just... Lost interest in the schooling, and then decided I didn't want to be behind the desk for mm. the rest of my life. Hmm. So I'm not I'm not a desk job kind of person.
1: No, I think that's uh, most of our crowd.
0: Yeah. Um, right now I drive a truck, and I love the 360 degree round view. That's always changing. <laughs> yeah, the scenery. Um, but yeah, so didn't didn't graduate. Came close. Mm-hmm. Didn't, uh, I haven't gotten my GED. Uh, I messed around and did some practice tests, but just, uh, haven't done it yet. Wow. I'm, I mean, I really can't. Oh, uh, you were, you were asking me if I regretted it. Um, in, in some ways, yes, some ways, no, mm-hmm. because I wouldn't have met you guys. I wouldn't have met the friends that I have now. I don't think if I'd gone uh to the university. You don't think so? No, I think the I think my life would have been uh much different because um not going to the university, I got my uh I got a job at Papa John's delivering pizzas. Down the street. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And uh while I was doing that I got rear ended and totaled my car. Mm. One of my bonehead friends uh, found a modified Honda up in Colorado. <laughs> and we're getting closer to the street th- today. <clears throat> and I decided I wanted it. So I rented a U-Haul truck and a U-Haul trailer, mm-hmm. drove up to Colorado, drove back the same day, basically. I mean, it was a 20-something hour, 30-something hour trip uh, that was made longer because... The U-Haul had rented us a a trailer with a shitty tire. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Brought my car back and having it a couple of days, because with my previous car, I had driven past a couple of car shows, one of them being at 35th and Union Hills. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I always wanted to pull in there, but I didn't want, you know, at the time I thought everybody else's cars were so much nicer than mine, (laughs) Even even though they were other Hondas. Right. But my first car was a a 97 Civic Coupe automatic DX. Is this red one that I've heard about? The red one. Yeah. Fish bowl, no window tint, Mm. completely stock except for some aftermarket headlights I had put in it. (laughs) And I was rolling on Steelies because it had hubcaps
1: and then it didn't. I was going (laughs) to say for for anybody listening, uh, that situation is not a good one.
0: Yeah. That so it looked
1: like spare tires. Was it lowered? Yes. Of course. Yes. It was yeah, lowered. I
0: did I did have K-Sports on it with the sticker in the window.
1: So the bitch was lowered <laughs> and it was bright and it was slow.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> but <it>. moving forward. <laughs> but it was in like mint condition.
1: Okay. Okay. So uh, it was really good shape.
0: Yeah, I ended up getting twice blue book value for it from my insurance company. No shit. It a, yeah. It was it was a top-tier condition car. Fuck. Uh, which makes losing it even harder. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I got out of that accident and I looked at my car and I started crying because mm-hmm. it was you know it was my first car. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we got over that. We got this modified Honda Civic that I brought back from Colorado and I said, you know what? I got a car that's worthy of these car shows now. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the fuck? Maybe a little too worthy. You waste half the. Sh- that's not the point. Uh, so I pulled into this car show and I met Mark with the Blue Civic. Mm. And uh oh. Rest in peace, buddy. Yeah. yeah I, I miss him. And uh I met uh Jacob and uh Tweety. Mm mm-hmm. that's how I met you is 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 through all of that. Mm-hmm. And uh I forget what you had at the time, but I, I remember Boy, you having a BMW. Changed
1: every fucking three days. Are you kidding me? <laughs> The BMW is a lot later. Yeah, I think at
0: the at the time you were probably rolling
1: with the SRT fours. Oh. Ooh, I'm sorry for the delay, folks. Um, had a lapse in memory there. Jack in the box. So I seven no, that was way later, wasn't there, it?
0: There was two rounds of Jack in the box. Uh, the one at Deer Valley. Yeah. So there was the initial round. And then we went back to 35th and Union Hills and then went,
1: for a little while, went back to Jack in the Box days. That's where I came in. Okay. Okay. And that was with my S2000, the one that you also wasted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that. So, anyway. Um, but the S2000
0: always had a big, bigger cool factor.
1: Yeah. I think. Yeah, I definitely I bought that to Flex and that was a stupid choice. <laughs> Not it was a good a lo- choice. It was a lot of fun. You learned a lot, right? Oh, I learned a lot. Um Jesus Christ, yeah. My car stories are for a whole another three episodes. I'm am going to give him a a, a a blimp uh, you know, doing a doing a
0: drift in front of a bus stop <laughs> with your best friend in the car, Mark. Showing, showing off to the girls. Mark
1: was in the car. Yeah. Showing off to the girls at the bus stop. Yeah. Yeah, he witnessed uh, he witnessed a first hand block. <laughs> that was not my intention. What was the, what was the cockblock? You didn't hear about this? I. It's been a while since I've heard the story. So that was actually, if I remember correctly, that was at 43rd and Union because I lived I lived there at the time. Um, I was turning left onto Union, and uh, I pulled my bullshit, and there was a couple at the bus stop that was getting ready to kiss right as I did my thing. Oh yes, I did hear about this. Yeah, and uh, apparently, I, the the lady decided to turn her head mid kiss. You know, and she she was watching the car doing the drift. She she was watching the car, and dude was waiting for her. And I, I mark Mark saw more than I did, but I that's what I got, and it was hilarious. Yeah, from from what I heard from Mark, the uh the guy almost landed
0: on his face cuz yeah, she was they were both going in for the kiss and then she wasn't. <laughs> and he didn't know that.
1: Uh, it's a funny story till this day. I love it.
0: Um but yeah, so if I hadn't if I'd gone to the University of Arizona, I never would have gotten my car wreck, never would have uh never would have gone to the car show there. I mean, I would have found my way to the car shows cuz I've I've always been a gearhead. Mhm. But I think timing plays a big role in life, and I won't disagree with that. And uh, if I'd gone to
1: the university, I don't think uh, I don't think the timing would have been right. You may not have come out come out the same person either. Yeah, that that's always true. Did you have um? Did you have a direction going to U of A, or or would you have a, had a direction?
0: Yeah. So, uh, I. Wanted to be in electrical engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right,
1: you mentioned that. Got,
0: kind of yeah. wanted to follow in my father's footsteps. Sure, um, but after that, I don't know where I w- would have gone. I didn't have a company that I wanted to work at. I just knew
1: I liked working with the products. Mm-hmm. Um, What's a that's a very vast uh, void. You know, you could have ended up anywhere. Anywhere else. Probably white collar. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh a lot of the technology uh in the in the States at the time was in California. Uh I would have hated my life, but <laughs> 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 that's where where the jobs probably would have been. California? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean now we've got uh big things happening in Texas. We've got some big things happening here now. Yeah, there's um, quite a few things happening here. But, yeah, like I said, I don't think the timing would have been right for us to meet. And, uh, I, in some ways, I regret not going to the university because I regret what my life, well, I don't say I regret, but I wonder what my life could have been. Mm-hmm. But I'm so thankful for all the people
1: that I have in my life that I, I don't know if I would trade it. Sure. I, I, I can see that. I can see that very close because, uh, there was, there was talk. Um, early on in my high school life, of you know, taking what I was doing and transferring it into uh, ASU. What what, um, what were you gonna go to ASU for? Fuck if I know. I <laughs> th- that's been my my biggest problem. Like when you walk into high school, you know they automatically introduce you to your counselors and to your your guidance counselors, try and figure out what fucking direction you're gonna have. And the only direction that I ever received from. A lot of people um, from from high school, from my counselors, my teachers. The only direction that I ever received was just getting through high school, and I have to be honest; like it breaks my heart a little bit to think about it now, as as a grown ass man, um, because there was you, you, when you go into high school, you're automatically thinking about what direction your life is going to go. Uh, what college you're going to go to and, you know, you're thinking about what road you're going to take and... The how, not the why. Exactly. And not understanding until just recently why things unfolded the way they did kind of hurts and I kind of feel for anybody else that's going through it in high school without understanding why. Uh, Yeah,
0: I I would say there's a lot of outlets for figuring out where to go, how to do that, um, but there's nothing like I don't remember them telling me anything about hey you could go do this mm-hmm. to help you figure out what you want to be, why you want to be that. Right. There was there was never a, there was never a, a real
1: true guidance.
0: Yeah. The uh, about the only thing I can think of that offers any kind of uh, inkling into the into the mind as to what you might be good at, what what you what you subconsciously might want to do is the ASVAB test uh which is military yeah it, it it it's a military test but they offer it for uh people you know just to take mm-hmm. they do they do they do offer that but um even then it doesn't narrow it down no it, uh, i it mean doesn't. it narrows it down a little bit but it still gives you multiple options that
1: you m- might excel at sure i would agree with that um but i i would say for the for the for the majority there or the masses uh i don't know i the reality of what i've seen these days is you're set up for a a whole lot of systems that you don't need to be a part of yeah i uh i personally
0: feel like we are pushing uh not not us cuz we're more tradesmen we kind of push that aspect, but I feel like society pushes uh, higher education into the universities, and there's so many degrees nowadays that don't get you anywhere. No, and there's
1: a lot of people that are saying, "Hey, just go get a degree," but it doesn't work that way. Yeah, and and now and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go into this one pretty hard, but now you're engulfed in you know eighty, $120,000 in student debt, which, by the way, is the only thing that doesn't ever go away. Do, yeah. you, know that? Do you know that? Yeah. You, you can't file bankruptcy to get rid of it. It literally does not go. You don't deal with it? Guess who's dealing with it? You. Wh- whoever yeah. whoever is handling your bills after you die. Yeah. Now get your student debt. Yeah. And so for I, what? Because I, you... I can't say that because my nephew has one. Um, Because you have some degree that you want to some interest in that got you nowhere as far as your career life. Yeah. Uh, You just.
0: I I feel like we're channeling our inner Dave Ramsey right now. Oh, yes. Money talk.
1: (laughs) Uh, ROI. ROI is so important. Return on investment. I shouldn't do this. Um, I do have to take a quick break, though. Okay. Because I've been supporting Jack Daniels so much this evening that I have to pee. So give me one second, folks fudge cakes we're back thank you guys sorry about that um anyway going back into what we were talking about dave ramsey you don't have to do all that (laughs) i did enough of it
0: yeah no uh i feel like
1: uh that shit's pretty important though dude that's that's something they don't teach us i'm so hooked
0: you know i I drive around for a living all day long Uh uh-huh ktar news i listen to all day long you know i'm i feel i feel like an old person um, <laughs> yes I, I love it um my great uncle uh was a big my, my great uncle was a big father figure in my life mm-hmm. and you know he was quite a bit older he was uh he's my grandfather's younger brother mm-hmm. and he always listened to ktar uh, in in the car, you know, and I'm sitting there riding around with him, listening to KTR, thinking, man, this this old people radio. <laughs> here it's, I am, I'm not even thirty, and here I am listening to old people radio. But man, I was like, it's hooked. funny because now we listen to it. Yeah, and uh, dude, every day uh, between noon and two, I'm like, ah, I gotta listen to my Dave Ramsey. I gotta get my <laughs> fix. I gotta I gotta listen to Dave Ramsey. Call some people idiots.
1: Shout out to Dave Ramsey, man. <laughs> The money magician, I love him. I do.
0: But uh, yeah, so I, f- I feel like uh, college gets pushed way too much, and there's so many other options out there. Perhaps not getting any degree uh, is not the best recommendation, but so many trade school options.
1: Yeah, I um, wouldn't. I would never push for. Zero education.
0: Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't push for them to do it the way I did it, maybe the way you did it. Same, yeah. Um, but there's so many other options to uh, go, in, go into college. Uh, you got the trade schools. you mm-hmm. got your unions. Um, and I think we need to invest in our young
1: people better. I would definitely agree, and I would say uh, information is going to be a key part in that. Um just do something that oh, it's so hard to even start there. You know, I could sit here and say do something that you're gonna wanna do that you're gonna actually do and make sure it it's gonna pay for itself, but that doesn't start with me. I can sit here and talk that shit all day. Dude, but, I I
0: love what I do. Uh huh. I'm still lost.
1: hundred percent, man. I
0: don't I don't know I don't know what I want to do for the rest of my life. Right. I know what I'm doing now and I know that I love it, but mm-hmm. shit. Coming up on thirty. Yeah, ask ask me what I want to be in ten years. Where I want to be. I, pff, shit. No way, dude. No answer for you. <laughs> that's that's probably the one question I'm
1: gonna tell you to fuck off on. <laughs> oh man, it's such a such a struggling time, and you know it's um one of the things that confused me the most. Uh, the most I don't know why I just turned into a, a lisp there um going into my 30s i finally and this this is probably I, I i'm not going to speak for a crowd or a majority but going into my 30s finally started getting a small handle on what i actually need to be doing and i really don't even know what that statement entails to be completely honest with you um Going into my 30s just a little bit more because I'm only 34. Um, finally start getting a little bit more of a handle on what it's like to self-sense, self-sustain. Yeah, to uh, to be an adult, to provide for yourself. Yes. Yeah. Um,
0: no, I've, I feel you 100% because here I am about to go into my 30s. And I'm like, all right, I got to pay off my debt. I got to erase the stupid that I did. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be the first one to tell you. I have done some stupid shit with my money. (laughs) I think we uh, all have, buddy. I have given other people, unfortunately, the rope uh, to hang me with. (laughs) Um, I've got a beautiful blue Dodge. And uh, it wasn't supposed to be mine. Um, But we can can come back to that one. Um, Yeah, I I feel like uh, the important part... In life right now is to you know pay off debt Start saving for your 401k And Try to save up to buy a house And I'm like I don't know how I'm going to buy a house
1: In this market Yeah that's another thing is uh, Quote unquote The American dream uh, Has changed drastically From what it was And uh, you know that that may not be The quotation Of uh, the century But What we're supposed to be doing these days, I think, is a whole hell of a lot different than what we were supposed to be doing 20 years ago. And uh, the things that going into our 20s, we were barely warned for, you know, because I personally don't remember much of my 20s. I feel like that was a whole lot of fuck-off time. Yeah. Yeah, we... uh... And not a good amount of it.
0: Yeah. Well, and we were... You more so than I, uh, were recession teenagers. What do you mean?
1: To that the crash of two thousand eight. Oh, and two yeah. giant mess. You know what I wish I, I wish I had some form of reference 'cause this this uh this crash and this recession keeps getting brought up and everything that I listen to, all the podcasts, shit like that. And to be honest with you, I really have no fucking reference as to what it did to me. Yeah, well,
0: um I'm sure it hurt me. I just don't know fucking how. Yeah, so I had to. I had since I had to grow up early. I, I saw kind of more what happened in the uh, the '08 recession, maybe more than some. Um, when I when I was a kid, my dad g- made great money, mm-hmm. and then uh, my dad lost his job in 2000 because uh, the company he worked for got bought, um, and the company went from analog to digital. He was good at what he did but he would he probably would have had to go back to school to rejoin so he that. got outsourced yeah yeah it, the the whole company got outsourced and they were sent it overseas and um but uh so yeah between 2000 and um my mom made decent money mm-hmm. uh and it was just me and her in the house after 04 cuz when my Sister graduated high school she moved out, went to college um so there was there was some years there that were that were okay, but that recession hit and still in the same house as you are now, yeah, okay, yeah. and my mom and i we ate rice and beans um <laughs> our our house was you know a month away from foreclosure. We had a for sale sign in the front yard mm-hmm. she she did everything she could to keep that house and thankfully she succeeded. Yeah. Thankfully she succeeded. She fucking did work. But, uh yeah, I, I went from being a rich, rich baby <laughs> to, uh, an okay financially child to, uh, my teenage years through my high school years. We were, we were broke. We made it work, but we were broke. One hell of a transition, man. Yeah. And, uh, then I started making my own money and I worked at Papa John's so I got, you know, cash daily tips and Yeah. I, I thought I thought a hundred dollars a night was fucking big money. S-
1: start learning the value of money, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And,
0: and then uh moved on from Papa John's and started realizing that uh when you when you work a day job and you don't just sit around all night uh, doing nothing when you actually have things you want to go do that you can do because mm. you don't you don't uh, sleep all day so you can work
1: all night <laughs> uh, that a hundred dollars a night wasn't shit yeah well that comes with the times as times grow so does the value of a dollar yeah so to speak yeah now now
0: I'm making uh, double that mm-hmm. oh I hope so. <laughs> Uh, I really should be pay- getting paid more because you know the the position I'm in. You have to be 25 or older to drive. Mm-hmm. Um, but and, and 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 another thing is, when I was growing up, I had a class, future problem solving. We uh, we kind of we kind of did look at our future, didn't look at uh, why we wanted to do things or how we were going to really get there, but. Kind of planned our our budgets and built houses on paper anyway. I think I kind of remember doing this, and I remember looking at sixty thousand dollars, thinking that that's what I need to make.
1: Well, and in all fairness, in that day and age, sixty grand was comfortable.
0: Yeah. Now now I'm making forty five or fifty, and I don't. I need more money. Right.
1: And without getting too far into detail you know i'm i'm closer yeah um i'm a little bit farther up there but still yeah you know we're still we're still balancing shit
0: yeah still got a balancing (laughs) act to do you're like shit what what am i gonna do about next
1: month there are some things that come into question you know and uh the lack of being able to do things that i want to do and shit like that there are uh, there's risks and uh let's just say that things are a lot different than when 30 grand used to be comfortable. Yeah. Because there was a time that 15 to 30 grand was a bracket. Yeah. You and know?
0: They, yeah. uh, you know, I listened to a lot of Dave Ramsey and a lot of KTAR. That there was, uh, an expert on, about, uh, public, uh, rental housing. Uh, <laughs> Pour a little too much oh, in I there. Got a
1: little heavy on that one. A little heavy on the jack. Well, that's
0: my fault. We uh, we might we might get further into sage here than uh, <laughs> we expected. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so there was an expert that said you got to make like one point eight times the minimum wage. To be able to afford an average one-bedroom apartment in the Greater Phoenix area—is
1: that accurate to today? Yeah. Okay. That that has to be strictly just rent. Yeah. Have you have you seen the price so, of apartments?
0: Yeah. So uh, the the calculation that's used is if you're paying more than thirty mm-hmm. percent of your income to uh, housing, mm-hmm. you're not financially well off. So so to hit that thirty percent number. For a one-bedroom apartment, you have to make twenty-five dollars an hour, or one point eight times the minimum wage.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's terrifying, isn't yeah, it?
1: Yeah. Boy, my first job was paying me $8.25, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is bullshit compared to some of the other shit that I get to hear.
0: I got I got paid seven fifty when I was in the store at Papa John's when I was on the road, clocked in as a as a quote unquote. Tip server, tip wage. server. Yeah, yeah. Three, three fifty an hour, or was it four fifty? I don't know. I think it was three dollars less an hour that because they expected you to make tips, and expected that to uh, pay for everything. <laughs> Sorry, um, Sage's hat is causing a distraction. That was strange. It uh, it busted open like a like a shirt hiding some bosoms. Wow. My boob head is out <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, go ahead um, yeah, so tip server wage is uh is bullshit uh, I'm sure a lot of uh, a lot of our friends can agree with that because we know a lot of people in the uh in in the industry, yeah, definitely um, but uh, I thought I was rich with all that cash I was getting, and then I grew
1: up and tried to be an adult, and I realized that wasn't much money. Oh, man, I think I remember the first time paying rent was going to be a big question mark. And I was like, fuck. You know what sucks is I didn't take the necessary action to fix it until I was probably after 30.
0: Yeah. Um, I've never been one for apartment living, and our uh, the living situation with my mother is different. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got basically a, a master bedroom on the other side of the house mm-hmm. and I help her with the bills. Quite and a nice setup, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Uh, paying my portion, uh, was tough sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, cause I, I, I pay for my portion of the bills there. So, but,
1: uh, yeah, everything's expensive. Yeah. Uh, financially times are hard. Yeah. Times are really hard. And uh, I feel for single individuals trying to make it on their own without having already invested and indulged into a career. Um, I feel for single parents Yeah, trying did. to accomplish things for their children. Um, so many different scenarios we can dive into. Um, I really think that the most important thing to acknowledge here is uh, the mental stress that involves all of this.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, we're we're just talking we we were just talking superficial about the money part, but right. There's there's so much stress that comes with you know, especially mm-hmm. like when my mom almost lost the house. Yeah, uh, you yeah. know, literally pulling her pulling her hair out mm-hmm. trying to figure out how she was going to make it happen.
1: Yeah, I I can't um Fortunately for me, but un- unfortunately speaking for everybody else, I I don't have that, that perspective. Uh, I can't imagine, though, because I'm just, I'm here by myself with two dogs. And uh, I just, I stress out enough about finances without having something outstandingly real to worry about. Yeah. Besides from losing my truck, you know, my my uh my consequences are shit. Yeah. Cuz I can pick up somewhere else. Yeah. Um
0: you gonna you can always start over. You're not tied too far down.
1: It would take it would take time to recoup, but not in a realistic sense. Yeah. Uh, so those uh, those people that I know that would suffer lifetimes worth of pain, yeah, compared to what
0: yeah, I, I I give props to all the all the single mothers out there yeah. that we know, mm-hmm. um, and not just the single mothers, the single fathers, um, but uh, ultimately the ones that are with the kids the most. Yeah, and are single and are are making it work. Um, I've I've been that kid, and my mother is one of those mothers, mm-hmm. and I've seen how how it is, and 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 hats
1: off to all of you. Out there, making it happen, yep, yep, um, yeah, there's so many different uh so many different people to give uh, a hats off salute to so many different individuals fighting so many different battles, and they're all important to note, but uh I cannot
0: yeah we uh we would need a couple of weeks worth of recordings a couple of weeks
1: daily yes to talk about everybody's problems yes but on that note um we've dabbled on a lot today yeah and i have so much more to dabble on so you'll be back oh yeah i'll be back (laughs) i'm here for you i'm excited to have you again and i appreciate you coming on today uh filling in for uh jade will be back she's just out of town dealing with some personal stuff and that's perfectly fine Absolutely. But uh I look forward to coming
0: back and I I appreciate the opportunity to be on your show. Absolutely. On your podcast. Is there anything
1: you'd like to plug? Any people, any companies, anything like that? No, not at the moment. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, we'll uh I'll think about that for the next episode. No worries, no worries. Um as always, any questions, comments, concerns, uh any any wants, invites, anything like that? email me at uh, me versus me info that's M-E-V-S-M-E info at gmail dot com uh, again Facebook Instagram check us out uh, and if you are so generous as to donate a dollar towards the cost um, or five or five either one no uh, any any donation even again verbal comments congratulations anything I don't give a shit. It's all appreciated. I'm only doing it because I was brought up to, to be a good thing. So, we'll see. And, um, again, thank you guys for listening. Alex, we'll see you again. Yes, sir. Everybody, I love you. Have a good night.